Welcome to the LU Moment, where we showcase all the great events, activities, programs, and people right here at Lamar University. I'm Shelby Rodriguez, Public Affairs Manager here at OU, and guess what? I want to welcome you back to this week's episode, right? All right, listen, guys, the fall semester is underway, and our Cardinals are back on campus, and uh, we're reunited, and it feels so good. Um, But as our current students settle back in and our incoming students get adjusted to life at OU, today we're going to talk about a huge campus resource that offers accessibility tools for students with any form of disability, and that is the Accessibility Resource Center. Joining me today on the LU Moment is Tammy Lilly, who serves as the director for the ARC. Tammy, thank you so much for joining me on the LU Moment this week. Thank you for having me. So why don't you tell us a little bit about your background, because um, you are an alum from Lamar University, right? I am. I am. I graduated in 2014 from Lamar's uh, Master's in Nursing Education program, and I'm a registered nurse. been a registered nurse for almost 30 years. Man, so how did you get... um, wrapped up into the Disability Resource Center. Tell us about your history in that. Well, you know, it was really an interesting opportunity for me to come back around to something I'm so passionate about. For about 10 years of my nursing career, I worked in nursing education. So I worked in uh, areas with staff um, who came from a variety of backgrounds. And I also, in my own personal life, I did homeschooling. And my son uh, is an individual with disabilities. And over the years, uh, homeschooling him and then later as he was part of the public school district, uh, working with him to try to find the right fit of accommodations that help yeah. provide equity for him was really a, a great learning experience. Really? So you think, do you think that kind of sparked your passion into where you are today? Absolutely. Anytime you find a parent that has been advocating for their child for yes. so many years, you find somebody who is uh, almost an expert in that subject and just truly has found their passion in life because what we want for our children is what we want for everybody. Yes. Oh, I love that answer. So let me ask you, this is formerly the Disability Resource Center. So can you explain a little bit about how this department has evolved to better suit our campus community? Because now it's the Accessibility Resource Center. Absolutely. So the Disability Resource Center, our former name, we joined the Division of Student Engagement early in 2022. And um, we're so pleased to join that division because it's a division that brings together student-focused resources and collaboration with others. Uh, But as we were looking at some of the uh, changes that we were making in joining our division and then some of the leadership changes, we started to talk about the word disability and Disability Resource Center. And is that a true representation of what we do here? Of course, we serve individuals and students with disabilities, Mm -hmm. but we really want it to be crystal clear. Our purpose is to make sure that all of the student experience at Lamar is accessible for our students. So that's everything from your classes um, to uh, activities and then to residence life. So it's really important that we reflect in our name what it is that we do because we truly are doers here in this department and we want to be that resource for accessibility for our students. When we reach accessibility for everyone, um, then those barriers are removed and all aspects of their student experience is equitable. Yeah, I love that. Oh, I love that. And would you say that's the overall mission, the overarching mission of the ARC? No pun intended. It is absolutely the overall mission because when we looked at who we are and what we do, this is yes. what best described us. Uh, we had a lot of brainstorming yes. and uh, brainstorming with staff, with some of our students, and then with other stakeholders of where should we go with this name and, and what best describes us. And we yeah. really felt the Accessibility Resource Center was the best description of who we are and what we do. Yeah, I love that you made it collaborative 
And I love that you take into account that um, the world has evolved, right? That the world has changed and what we consider a disability or what we consider um, a barrier for someone, you know, you're taking all of that into account with the name. So I love that. And so let's get into what kind of services are offered for our campus community. What can you do for our students, Tammy? Well, it's super important that students who have a disability, um, yeah. that they, uh, they self-identify. Okay. And, and how they do that is they go to our website. And so once they go to the website, they're going to register and fill out an application with the Disability Resource Center. Yeah. Those students will then upload some documentation, and, and the application will provide them information on what to upload. Yeah. And then they'll have a, an individualized intake meeting with myself or our interim assistant director, where we really discuss with that student what's going on with them and how their disability impacts their student experience, yes. how it has in the past, how they predict it may in the future. Yes. And we also add our knowledge and expertise into knowing what might be a barrier moving forward. So we have that discussion and then we start to talk about something called accommodations. And what accommodations are is they're an opportunity for us to put some measures in place that level the playing field for those students that really help remove some of the barriers. Like I say, yeah. we talk about course-related barriers, so mm-hmm. student classwork, but also some of the activities and, and residence life uh, that may exist for that student. For some uh, students, it may be very, very simple. For others, it is very complex, but it's really an interactive process that we go through with that student, and it's very individualized to their needs. Yeah. I want to back up a little bit. When you talk about barriers, what are some of the most common barriers that you see from um, students? So a very common barrier is a communication access barrier. Uh, we yeah. do serve uh, students who are deaf or hard of hearing here on campus. Yes. Um, so considering communication access for those students. And for some students that may require a um, American Sign Language interpreter. Mm-hmm. Um, for other students it may be something like um, uh, captioning, captioning of classes. Yeah. Uh, so those are some. Uh, so those are some barriers that our students may experience. Uh, other students experience barriers that may be uh, time related or mm. the way that the material is delivered. Yeah. Uh, students with learning disabilities or students with uh, other types of disabilities to which uh, time is um, really an enemy of them yeah. may need some just some extended testing time to be Test able to, anxiety. to get through some of that yeah. material. So not specifically test anxiety because test anxiety uh, is not a diagnosis that the ADA recommend recognizes sorry recognizes as a disability, right. um, but uh, but certainly generalized anxiety, um, depression, ADHD, yeah. uh, those types of things. And then we have other students who may have barriers that you more traditionally think of with disability. So perhaps we have someone with a physical disability right. who but then we need to consider should there be some uh, particular seating in a classroom are buildings as accessible as they should mm-hmm. be. So those are the types of things that we look at for our students. Um, I want to talk about this just for a second because I know that um, our our Center for Resiliency, they have hosted several events talking about invisible illnesses, right? Mm-hmm. And so I feel like when you, when you talk about anxiety, generalized anxiety, I feel like those are those um, barriers that are invisible, right? That you may not consider or a student might not even realize um, is a barrier for them. So let me ask you, as our students have um, gotten back into the fall semester, they're getting back um, settled with classes. We have incoming students here for classes. How can maybe one of those incoming students go about saying, hey, I think I might need some help. 
Well, we collaborate with a lot of resources. Yeah. So we always recommend if the student has a provider that they've seen in the past, um, maybe they've had some di- a diagnosis with that provider that they start there mm-hmm. um, because they have a relationship with that individual. But there's also on-campus resources yeah. uh, here with our student health center. Uh, they have counseling services available for those students that may need it. Yes. Um, so there's lots of uh, ways that students can funnel into us and lots of resources both with on-campus and in the community uh, that they can seek for their medical or mental health or those types of needs. And then from there, we have those individualized conversations about how their diagnosis or their disability impacts them in the student world. Yeah. And so um, within the resources that we offer here, um, thinking about technology, that's what's coming to my mind. Um, Thinking about technology, what role does technology and all its advances um, play in how we you know, help our students here on campus who may need these resources. It's huge. And I'll yeah. tell you what, COVID was a double-edged sword. Yeah. We learned sure a whole was. new way of doing things. Mm-hmm. There were things that we thought were next to impossible. Yes. And when we had COVID, we learned to think outside the box even more than we ever have. Yes. Uh, we pushed people who may not have been comfortable stepping outside the box mm-hmm. to embrace those technologies. That's it's right. really important that uh, not only do we serve our students with disabilities with technology, but that every student is with technology. So we really need to work to remove barriers for everyone. Uh, Closed captioning for all videos. Making sure that when we're in the classroom that we're not dimming the lights uh, so that everyone can see that both the faculty member as well as anything that's presented. Uh, Because you may have someone that has... um, um, a visual uh, disability uh, that is unable to see things. So we need to be sure that those invisible disabilities that you talked yeah. about are taken into account for all because yes. it's really going to improve access for every student that's in that classroom. Yes, I'm so glad that you mentioned that because I know within my role and then within the marketing communications department, we work very hard to make sure we um, don't have any barriers providing alt text for um, photos that we're posting, right? Making sure all of our videos are closed caption. Um, you know, anything we're we're putting captions on photos like anything that we can do we're making sure um even for the show we upload the transcript of the lu moment on spotify and all podcast platforms to have that transcription available for students so i love that you mentioned those resources now i want to ask you what do you sort of wish that students knew about um accommodations that they maybe don't already know so a couple of things i wish that they knew to reach out yeah. Because students at the university level have to self-identify with a disability, and they have to reach out for that resource. Yeah. Uh, unlike high school years where the school and their parents were in control of the ship, they're right. now the ones guiding it and steering that. Right. So they've got to reach out. Once they reach out, understanding that it's not one size fits all, yes. that we're going to have those individual conversations with them, we're going to figure out for them, what are the barriers and how do we overcome them? So it is very individualized for our students. There's no cookbook. They can't just call and say, (laughs) my doctor says I have this, so what can I get? Yeah, That's not how that works. Uh, They need to register with us. And then, like I say, it's very individualized. And we talk about mostly about barriers and not about diagnoses because our goal is to make sure that we are accessible in all things. And so is that advice based on um, depending on what the disability is? So 
yes. So the ADA requires us to look at uh, a diagnosis and a disability to make sure that that student is a qualified student with disabilities that qualifies for those services that we specifically provide. Yeah. And then after that, we really delve into how does that impact a student. So for one student, a diagnosis of dyslexia may look very different than another student mm. who has a diagnosis of dyslexia. So we really have yeah. to dig deep into that student. How does that particular diagnosis impact them in their yeah. student life? And then what kinds of things do we have? What resources do we have uh, that we can provide that help to remove the barriers for that student? Yeah. And so, um, Tammy, you've talked about resources here. We've talked about the mission for the art. I want to know, what is your future uh, vision for this department? Wow, I really want to reach all of the students that need us. I want to make sure that they know that we're here for them yeah. uh, so that they can reach out. Uh, and But I also want to reach all of the students at Lamar to encourage uh, Lamar as a whole, as a community, to yes. embrace accessibility. Because when we uh, embrace accessibility, everyone is going to benefit from that. Yeah, and that's the mission, right? To help everyone. Absolutely. I'm fairly new to the campus. We're looking forward to a week of welcome. Uh, we've been participating in all of the orientation activities. Um, and, you know, new to the division of student engagement. So really yeah. excited to see uh, how we can be uh, more a part of the yeah. student life and the student experience. Oh, I love that. Well, Tammy, you know what? I want to thank you for joining me on the LU Moment this week. Thank you so much for having me. All right, guys, listen, we have time for just a few reminders. Um, Lamar University Homecoming is October 1st, and we want all of our alums to come on back to the nest. Come on back home. We'll have Cardinal Fan Fest in the Montana Center parking lot. Uh, Big Red's Ride will also be back this year at Spindletop Gladys City Museum. Dishman Art Museum will have some exhibits. Listen, there will be something for everyone, so bring the entire family out. Kickoff also starts at 3 p.m. at Provost Umphrey Stadium against Houston Baptist. Again, that's October 1st. For more details, visit lamar.edu forward slash homecoming but before we get into homecoming we have lu red day coming up red day is lamar university's annual day of giving and it will showcase the generosity of the lu community um, and it's from noon to noon that's going to be on september 15th at noon to september 16th at noon and so within those 24 hours um, we're calling up on our cardinals from across the nation everywhere to stand up and holler for lu by making a contribution of any size to the college area or program that means the most to you we need your support this year to reach our goal of 500 total donors to learn more about that you can visit lamar.edu forward slash red day here's something else exciting lamar university president dr jaime taylor has announced that mark robinson an experienced higher education leader and financial officer has been named the university's new chief financial officer that cfo uh, robinson was selected for the position after a national search led by the university and will begin his new role on October 1st. Now, Robinson brings to the institution more than 35 years of financial leadership in higher education and corporate sectors. So this is all exciting news. Um, we are so excited to welcome Mark here on October 1st as LU's new CFO. And uh, if you were just tuning in or couldn't stick around for the entire interview, don't you worry, I got you covered. Just search LU Moment right there on Spotify or here comes the famous line, wherever you get your podcast. As always, be sure to follow us on social media. You know the username name but in case you don't here's a hint it's lamar university this is shelby rodriguez public affairs manager here at lu the pride of southeast texas